Sloth Party, a Minecraft podcast, episode 91. We're your host, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Today, we have some deep thinking happening on the show. We are recording this live with listener participation via Discord chat. That's right. Today's show includes Minecraft lore, the past week in Minecraft, and your listener questions. Grab your pickaxe and let's start unearthing the stories of Minecraft's lore. Check out theblockpartymc.com to enjoy our content, including our amazing YouTube channel, our Bedrock add-on packs, all the ways to listen, and so much more. Hey, Little C, we're recording this on a Friday night. I'm all hyped up, I guess. He's losing his mind, everybody. Watch out. You can't lose it. I never had it. Uh, For anyone who wasn't here for the live show pre-show, which you should totally join the Discord, I already made this joke, so he just had to think of it because he forgot it even though it was three minutes ago was i in here or was i dealing with a stink bug in the studio anyways our topic this week is minecraft lore do you want to tell our listeners what the questions we ask them are sure what's your favorite minecraft easter egg or hidden feature that you've discovered while playing the game have you ever found a naturally generated structure like a temple or stronghold that you thought was particularly interesting or mysterious? If so, which one? What's your interpretation of the game's end and the Ender Dragon? Do you think there's more to the story than what we currently know? Minecraft has a rich history of fan-made theories and fan fiction. What's your favorite fan theory or story about the game's lore? Minecraft's music has always been a big part of its ambience and storytelling. What's your favorite piece of Minecraft music and how do you think it adds to the game's lore and atmosphere? Some players have speculated that there may be connections between Minecraft's lore and real-world mythology or history. Have you ever noticed any similarities or hints that suggest this might be the case? Minecraft's world is often interpreted as a metaphor for our own planet and the game's environmental themes such as biomes and weather are meant to reflect real-life ecosystems. What's your favorite Minecraft biome, and how do you think it represents a real-life environment? Minecraft has introduced various new mobs and creatures over the years, some of which have seemed to have their own unique stories and behaviors. Which mob do you find the most interesting or mysterious? And what do you think its role is in the game's lore? I find it funny how some of these questions, the ones about the real world, no to the similarities between real world stuff and in game. Obviously, we know the real life world was based off of Minecraft. Minecraft is life. Of course. That pretty much sums up the whole show in my perspective. Minecraft is life. That sums it up. There you go, right? Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Right? No. <laughs> yeah, we had tons of questions this week. I'm not going to ask that many questions on Discord every week. I was actually playing with, uh, chat gbt a little bit and might have kind of inspired me with some of those oh my gosh they were so long i know so i'll take care of that but the idea is just to get you the listeners your minds going and i want some interaction from you i want you to be engaging and after all this is your show listeners and we want to hear from you and we did hear from you this week we've got quite a few here our first comment here comes from Faded Daddy. Oh, hello, my favorite hidden feature is that you can rename animals and have them do special things 
like stand on their heads or be rainbow sheep. I tend not to think about Minecraft lore, but I don't think there is any overarching theme. I do like the attempt to put pieces of lore in, like the piglins and the sniffer. Thank you for that comment. That's awesome. And I think this is a new name. So welcome to the block party. I love the little Easter eggs with reaming animals. Those are super fun. Yeah. And those are the only two I actually know about. Is there, I know there's yeah. like some add-ons or some mods for a couple other ones, but are there several more? You have two to rotate animals. You have Grum or Grant, Grant, right. Grun or whatever that is. Yep. And Dinnerbone. And then you have Dinnerbone. And then you have Jeb underscore for Rainbow Sheep. And then you also have, I forget what to rename it, but you can make any rabbit into the killer rabbit. Oh, at okay. least on Java Edition. Yeah, I don't know if I knew that one or not. And I'm right w with you there, Faded Daddy O, that the I don't think that much about Minecraft lore in general. Jake the Cake and I live audience said it was toast, and that's what I was thinking of for the killer rabbit. Ah, there you go. That makes sense. Totally. Our next comment comes from Advisory Labs. Shift click. I love shift click. I guess it's not really a hidden feature per se, but doing things like placing hoppers on chests directly is incredibly handy. I am also a big fan of the Minecraft April Fools and Christmas updates where they change the chests and give us all Santa hats. And when it comes to April Fools Java edition, don't get me started, LOL. Shift click. What? How does that relate to Minecraft lore? I'm I'm a little confused. Little C do you have a bigger brain for this? Obviously, it's the remix made of Mumbo Jumbo Hermitcraft Season 5 or 6. Pretty old. And it, there's a Eli Beatmakers made a remix of Mumbo saying Shift Click. Best song. It changed the world history, let alone Minecraft history. Just all of the world was changed by that song. Yeah, I'll definitely give you that. That is a great song. And if that's what he's talking about, I'm all in. Great comment. You win the comment war talking about the april fools update that's pretty cool i saw a meme and it is the most accurate meme it's the devs working on normal updates and it's the spongebob meme with patrick kind of derpy looking with a hammer on his head and stuff and then the devs working on the april fools update and it's a full-on professional construction grade site you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. They put all their effort on the April Fool's thing and because the rest of it, they amazing. just put by. Yeah, absolutely is. That is cool. And then the Christmas updates, changing the chest, which... Java did I, only. Did I hear they're taking that out now or something? I'm not sure. I don't think they would. Okay. Now, what's the Santa hat? I don't know if I knew about that one. Do you know anything that about that? That is an Optifine thing. On okay. Java and everyone who has Optifine installed, so pretty much everyone right. gets that on top. Of oh, their head. I got you. And I'm not sure if that was with if you owned an Optifine cape or not. I don't know if you would have to have that or not, which pretty much everyone also has an Optifine cape. I do love those fun little changes like that that don't really change the gameplay at all, but it's just those little tiny Easter egg things. And I do think that adds to the... I don't know if it's really lore, but it adds to the fun and story of Minecraft itself and kind of the almost the story of the community in a sense. Right. Because when somebody finds something like that or whatever, like a hidden feature, then we all kind of talk about it or whatever. Like back in the day for me, it was 
the original Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo, and there was like this ultimate water world. Well, nobody knew about it. We didn't really have the internet to share this, but somehow it got clear across the country to all these kids, and we all kind of knew about that. Not everybody did, but the ones that did, man, they were awesome. Did you know about it? I did know about it. How did you find out about it? Uh, it's kind of a long story, but my brother had some people he was around, and they actually knew about it and taught us. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. But yeah, you think of those little things like that. Is that really lore, though? I don't know. Our next comment here comes from Holy Bookworm. There are a lot of questions there. I love the music of the game. It is so peaceful and relaxing. If the music is not playing, it does not feel like Minecraft. I think having the music helps you with the general feel of the game. Yeah, music definitely can play a part. Like we just watched, what was it? A piece of toast on YouTube and it was just falling over, right? In slow motion, basically. But with really dramatic music and editing. Yeah, it was super dramatic. All this lighting and editing going on and stuff. And it did add to the feel, I guess. And yes, this is what we do with our time. We sit around the couch watching the TV, watching Toast fall over. I didn't have control of the remote. I just want to let that be said. You would have picked the same video. Now, Holy Bookworm, I know you like the, especially the original Minecraft music. I remember playing it on the PlayStation and it was so loud all the time. Now we have sliders where you can adjust it and it's not as bad. Plus they're adding music and... She says for her, it doesn't even feel like Minecraft if you don't have the music. There's a huge issue in Minecraft. There's no ambient sound, at least in the overworld. I think the Nether did really well with that update. You can have the sounds of wind and stuff like that. I'm not sure if that is Bedrock and Java or if that is only Java. I've only really noticed on Java, but I think then you need that for the overworld, ambient sounds and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think they're. I think that's what they're trying to do with the music now because they are adding the music the with the different biomes. With music, and stuff. it's not consistent at all. Right. It turns on, turns off, turns on, turn off. All right, got another comment here, and this is also a new name, Red Fire. I never actually paid close attention to the lore of Minecraft. Although I occasionally look at ancient cities and think of all the lore behind the warden. I do find videos all around the internet about the lore of Minecraft, but usually I skip over them because I only pay attention to the actual game or I usually like looking at redstone videos. Redfire, absolutely, totally agree with you. I'm the exact same way. All that lore and storytelling, I skip over it most of the time, and I go straight for the redstone and the calculations and all that stuff. And yet you still haven't made me a three by three piston door. Yeah, I used to deal with, I used to play with piston doors a lot, and I just I haven't done it for so long. I used to be pretty good at them. I have been thinking about that though. I've been watching some other YouTubers and stuff make some of these. And watching the process and learning. And they're not great at Redstone, so it's even more fun to watch. Because I'm like, oh, I know how to do that. I could do that. I should get myself together and start doing some of that again, I guess. Be useful for once. I know. Also, Redfire, 
Welcome to Jericho SMP. I know you're our newest member of Jericho right now. I see the ancient cities and the lore behind the warden. I think that is one of the biggest lore-based things they've added. And it seems that is big on lore side. It does and seem like there's a good big story. Thing, in my opinion, as it does make it feel a lot more like a normal game. And I definitely opinion. know with that darkness effect and everything, it definitely gets you feeling there in that heartbeat sound and all that. It definitely makes you feel like you're a part of it and you're it's quite scary. And if you've never had a heart attack, you will after going to the deep dark. Oh, in yeah. Hardcore Minecraft. Absolutely. Our next comment comes from US Roadhog. I love the Christmas present chests in Java Edition. Get better, Bedrock. But there are a couple hidden Easter eggs in the game files, such as on, I think, the sheep model, Jeb is written in between two parts. I don't think it's Jeb on the sheep. I think it's one of the texture artists. One of the original ones was written on one of the animal textures. Okay. And this was talked about when they updated textures in 1.14. And the new artists, I think they may have been the same, but they kept that little easter egg and there are so many things to be found in the game files of minecraft little easter eggs that are fun like that and that started way back in my day i remember all these little things that the devs would put in and like in creating games way back and usually whoever the boss was or the actual creators or whatever wouldn't even know about this until years later that it, somebody finds it or they announce it themselves or something, whoever put it in. That is kind of fun. And you have that in movies and all that kind of stuff. So you have it in all kinds of apps. Yeah. So is that just adding to the lore? I guess it is, right? I wouldn't call that lore. I think that's more on the Easter egg side of things. Yeah, it is on the Easter. But that can be lore in itself. It's yeah. the lore surrounding the game, not in the game, if that makes sense. Yeah. I forget what... A lot of modern developers will add Easter eggs in the back files, mainly as a warning to people to, hey, be careful, you're in the back files, don't mess something up. But I forget what app there is, but they have a folder of dog pictures and puppy pictures Nice in the folder. I forget what if that's a website or something. Maybe I should start doing that with the add-ons. Just add a special file and a just picture. have a picture of my face or something on there. You don't want to make people delete it after they download it. Yeah, they'll think it's a virus. He, you just code a virus that just makes your face their wallpaper and there's nothing they can do to change it. <laughs> That's funny. Worst virus ever. Yeah, yeah. Our, trust me, there is nothing extra in our add-on pack, so it's safe to download, I He's promise. He's not smart enough to do that. That might have something to do with it. Okay, thank you for those comments. Now... Our next comment is quite the long one. I do put in our Discord to keep them somewhat short, and apparently she didn't listen to this. I'm pretty sure this is the one topic that Dragon Shoes has been suggesting since we've started the podcast. Yes. So she's had enough time to write her college-sized essay of a response. It literally is taking over half of my full-size piece of paper here just for her comment i'm gonna go and do someone's taxes i'll be back 
Yeah, pretty much. But thank you. And it's a really good comment. So let me read this. And it is coming from Dragon Juice 17. I am the kind of person who is just wired to investigate the backstory of things. When I first started playing Minecraft a decade ago, the Pocket Edition for the iPad only had sheep, pigs, chickens, and zombies. We didn't even have skeletons yet. Not a lot to build a theory on, but it was enough to get my wheels turning. Zombies don't come from nowhere. By definition, they are a corrupted version of something. But what? Well, back then, we didn't have fancy avatars and character skins. When you played, you played as Steve. And it's quite clear that the zombies are wearing Steve's clothes. And there are lots of zombies, and they all look just like me, the player. As many times as I died and started new worlds, the lore that began to coalesce in my mind was that. This world that Steve is attempting to explore, settle, and conquer has memory. The Minecraft universe is only alive so often as Steve returns to it. While it is off or unloaded, it is trying to simulate its own version of Steve, its own soul to keep it alive and self-determinate without the player. And each consecutive update is an attempt by the game to create its own player, something along the lines of Herobrine, if you will. The village update reflects an attempt to copy the shape and behavior of the player but due to the pacifist nature and inability to pick up blocks, they are mere forgeries of life. The game delved even deeper to create a mob that could pick up and place blocks, reaching into another dimension to find the Enderman. But the Enderman just wants to go home, and you can even hear him muttering to himself, Find the eye, the key to his return home. Now I have a story for every mob and dimension in the game, but that would take an awful long time to go through. Ask me about Woodland Mansion sometime, and I'd really talk your ear off. Wow. All right, Dragon Shoes. So when is your book getting published? Because it's absolutely your setup for that. There we go. That would make a great book. Minecraft Secret Lore. Yes, that is awesome i love that story and that's exactly what we were trying to get at with lore and talk about and i think she captured it perfectly i think she's been preparing for a little too long on this yes i i think she was definitely the one for this now i don't get that deep in my thinking i see a character on a screen i have to push certain buttons and it eliminates it and they drop something that's as far as my lore goes there. I'm starting to question the existence of the universe after this comment. Yeah, it was a long one, but thank you for that. That was a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure that this just proves our point that Minecraft is life. Minecraft is life. And right. what if we're just living in a simulation? Oh, no. <sighs> now, let's go ahead and get into our thoughts, little C. So for me, lore if anything, is not my strong suit. I never really think about the lore when playing Minecraft. I guess I do treat some things, though, as they are real when I'm playing it. 
For instance, I might build a completely hidden redstone area underground or make, let's say, a mob farm from a spawner. I will take the time to make sure the walls are something like stone brick instead of just cobble or random blocks. I'll make it look pretty, even though nobody's going to see it. And I know that it's there, though, if that makes sense. I'll still make it pretty. I remember you and I making several farms or mob spawner rooms and stuff like that. And you're like, just place a block down. I'm like, no, we need to get a nice block. That way it's done nice while we're here and doing it. Maybe you should care this much for your real life property. But remember, Minecraft is life. I kind of wonder, though, if those kind of things, like doing that, something that only you know about, if that counts as lore or not. In your own personal world, yes. There you go. Also, like, I'll put supports on a building or that needs holding up or a bridge to make it lifelike, I guess. That's a good way to... And I'll pretend it's actually doing something. Yeah, personally, I think that's a good way to have more connection to the Minecraft world and make you stay motivated, I guess, is making it more not realistic as in ultra-modern roads and stuff, but more of just making it make sense that it could be in the real world to immerse yourself more into it. Yeah, I think the key there is immersion into the game. I think it helps with that. Now, as far as like the music, I can enjoy the music but I don't correlate it with anything happening in the game, except for maybe not even the music. Maybe is there a special music when you get to the deep dark and stuff like that or the ancient cities? I don't think it's separated now. Right. Maybe if they did something like that, I it would be. But for the most part, honestly, I keep the music off. I'm usually listening to a Spotify playlist. Yeah. Now, the sounds of the mobs can definitely add to the scariness. And so, the lore. Yeah, and that does add a little bit of lore for me, even though I'm not that guy. I forgot, but Dragon Shoes' comment with the Enderman. The Enderman, if you slow it down, it's reversed English or something like that. And there are multiple different sentences that are the different sounds. That I think there's a video somewhere on YouTube where if you watch it, you can hear what they're actually saying. And is that just the devs being goofy on that day designing the Enderman? Or do you think that was meant to be an incorporated lore piece? Yeah, I don't think they think this deeply when creating the game. I think it's more of a fun and silliness to add to the game. There are a lot of hidden lore bits in Minecraft, but I feel the devs have done a great job in making sure they are pretty interpretable for different people as everyone looks at the game very differently. And I think the devs left it pretty open for people to interpret it differently. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I say I don't think they really form a story when they're creating it. It's up to anybody to interpret and make your own story. I think they form a story that is very open, but still has the base start to it, I think. Yeah, possibly. And maybe someday we'll find out. I don't know. I think there's a Minecraft movie coming. Now, do you think when this correlates, and this is a thought I just had, when you talk about 
Minecraft Dungeons or Legends, now do you start getting some of that lore and carrying it over to the main game? I do not have enough time to do that much digging for lore. Wow. But I, I wonder if there there's, you go, Dragon if Shoes. some of go the design is because of that stuff, right? There's obviously taken designs from the other games. Yeah. Or I, the I other way. Know. Yeah, and I'm sure there is definitely lots of lore in those two games. And but they are actually created lore, if that makes sense. Now for the past week in Minecraft, all info from Minecraft.net. All right, we've got Minecraft Java 1.20 pre-release one. We're in the pre-releases. Are you excited? It's happening. It's actually happening. It's actually happening. So this one came out Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. Changes here. Colored wool carpets and beds can now be dyed to any other color hallelujah please bring this to bedrock yeah that is a huge change there that's now we could do it with beds and bedrock could you not do that in java you can't dye a red wool or something you can dye shulker boxes but i don't know i know you can't take red wool and make it white wool no i know the wool couldn't be done but could the beds is what I'm asking in Java. I know they can in Bedrock. That's why I'm asking. I'm not sure. Probably not. So that's a cool change there. Added new damage types, outside border, and generic kill. That's interesting. So what border are they talking about there that you could get damage from? The world border? Yeah, maybe. That's interesting. And then generic kill, that's an odd one. You would think something would have to kill you. Just the world border does. So it's just taking damage. Right, but these are two separate things. You have outside border, which is causing damage, and then you have generic kill. They're probably connected. Yeah, maybe. All right, and there are some fixes. This is what was wrong, and they're fixing it for this pre-release. When reaching the other side of another portal, the animation plays forever until stepped out of. Breaking animation is one frame off. When entering spectator mode while standing on the ground, the player moves down by 0.19051 blocks, which makes you fall down. Who found that out, that it was 0.19 blah blah? Math is great, isn't it? Who found that out? Who had that much time to sit there and be like, hmm, I wonder what happens when you go to this exact decimal point? It's the redstone, guys. Yeah. Placing an end crystal when entering the end prevents Ender Dragon from spawning. Ooh, I bet speedrunners might have abused that if it would have opened the end portal, though. If it wouldn't have, then that would have been really annoying. Music composers not listed in credits. Yeah, they should get credit there, so good thing they fixed that. Rabbits are no longer affected by jump boost. That's sad. I wanted super jumpy rabbits. I guess so. And of course, there's more. We'll have the link in the description. Next is Minecraft Bedrock Beta and Preview 1.20.0.24. Came out Thursday, May 11th, 2023. There is a note here, and this might not apply by the time you listen. This week's Xbox version may be delayed. They have some changes and fixes here. Players no longer stop flying when teleporting into unloaded chunks. Yay! Updated the seed picker with a cherry grove biome option. Adding smithing with style achievement. Yay, new achievements that might add new stuff for the character creator. So I did see something on this particular achievement 
and it looks like it's going to be really difficult. So I wonder how high the gamer score is going to be on that one. I hope it's difficult. I like a challenge. I think there's like eight or something, uh, armor trim, something like that. I have and a have to get them all. in survival world where I'm at a pretty maxed out point that I use just for achievement hunting because it's easier to do in a single player than on Jericho. Besides a few yeah. of them. That is a cool feature of Jericho, by the way, that we still have achievements on. Pigs can once again be found in most biomes instead of only meadows and cherry groves. Yay, more piggies! I didn't realize they weren't around. This was for the beta and previous, oh, so you okay. wouldn't have noticed. Yep, gotcha. Game no longer crashes when an item starts or stops being used if the item is not available. The main menu background is now tilted downwards on all platforms. Fixed an issue that prevented custom entity spawn eggs from being supported in trade tables. Hmm, I wonder if that's what affected Foxy No Tail's uh, mini blocks. I don't know if it would have if the BDM previews are connected. Yeah, I don't know, but I wonder if that's going to help fix because I know it totally broke his non experimental mini block so if you're running a server or anything just a heads up there i was dealing with that with somebody i was helping actually install some add-ons to their server so and of course there's more and you can check that out in our description with the link now it's time for what we have been up to in the past week i worked on a few things on jericho nothing major just doing a small cleanup kind of thing maybe changing a block in a pathway or something like that and kind of just flying around and looking around at stuff. I did play some Hypixel and also messed around in a creative world with some of the new features. Those were pretty cool. Not much playing around with it. Like what? Some hanging of the features. Signs. Oh, yeah. Hanging signs are awesome. I was messing around a lot with those. And double-sided signs. That's really awesome. I didn't see that. I wouldn't have noticed that, I guess. I don't right. know. That's yeah, cool. You can write on both sides now. I did. Only on hanging signs? Uh, no, on all signs, I think. Hmm, I might not have been on the most updated version either. I don't know which. I just went right. on a Java snapshot. I wasn't I sure gotcha. which one yep. I installed. And I finally updated my Java edition Optifine to 1.19.4. I was on 1.19.2 for the past eight months. And the update came out five months ago. Jeez, slacker. Something. I just didn't install Optifine for it, so I didn't want to play on it. Gotcha. And in real life, I've been pretty busy working for some people from our church that needed some help with some farming stuff. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you say you were working? Yes, me. I don't believe it. And I, I think you money. were just dreaming was, or something. No, no. As you can see by the tom tomato red arms and neck that I have. Oh, yeah. It's bad. I have been working. That has been a lot of fun. Little C touches grass. Real, not clickbait. Wow. Whoa, that's amazing. That that sounds like a lot of fun. So you're learning about farming now? Kind of. It's not what you think with farming. Okay. It's honestly just place. It's planting grass okay. and laying straw over it. Right. And that's all that but it is. But in a but farm field, not yes. just. Yeah, not in someone's yard in the middle of a field. Yeah. yeah, so maybe we can touch more on that. Maybe we'll do an after hours show maybe this weekend or next weekend something like that and get that released for our subscribers but i still can't believe you actually worked but you know that's a whole nother hey issue. i'm a better worker than you i am a more made motivated worker than you are uh, okay so what have you been up to bs 
a whole lot of chat GBT. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, and tons of driving. I hope those two were not mixing. Uh, no comment. I actually didn't play any Minecraft this week yet. Please, open AI devs, if you're listening, just cut off his access. Yeah, it, well, they did a few times because I was basically typing too much and they're like, oh, you need a break. That's pretty much what it came down to. Now, Thursday evening, I would have had time to play some Minecraft because it's the only night I actually parked my semi-truck early enough to have time. But this show actually takes quite a bit of work and I had to get prepared for that and make show notes and all that stuff, make sure all that's together. So that's what I did Thursday night. Now, last weekend, I did get Holy Bookworm all set up for her new show. Holy Bookworm's new show. Yes, it's so awesome. The Noob Corner and her first episode, we actually released it on Thursday. Now, she is hoping to do one like every week, which is awesome. I hope so. It will be a much better show than the normal show. Please listen to the normal show because... No. We know that one's going to get more listens and we're going to be very sad because yeah. Holy Bookworm, everyone loves Holy Bookworm. Everybody likes Holy Bookworm and it is a little bit shorter, so it's a little bit easier to consume if you're in a hurry. And it is designed for more beginner people of So not Minecraft. everyone listens to podcasts at 10 times the speed? Yeah, I guess not. Man. But yeah, and I'm planning on having that show release on Thursdays, just so you know, around noon Eastern time in the U.S. So just give you an idea when to watch for that. I have been doing a lot with that chat GBT, like I said, as far as me just playing with it and trying to find what its limitations are and what it is best at helping with. I love actually playing with technology like that and just learning about it. So that's pretty cool. Now, the day this episode releases, which will be on a Saturday, we're recording this on Friday, but on that Saturday, we're actually going to be at Sweetwater Sound, the headquarters of Sweetwater Sound, the worldwide headquarters, and we're all going to go, Little C, Holy Bookworm, and me for a microphone seminar. So I never thought of, this is something, I didn't realize how big of a deal the Sweetwater headquarters is. Until I watched a video from Sweetwater of one of my favorite bands, their drummer, was actually there where I have stepped my foot, and that's just kind of cool. Yeah, no, and we have access to it because we live fairly close to it, and so that's pretty awesome. I'm super excited for it. Maybe learn a little bit more about microphone techniques and different things to do with the microphone. You and I actually help with the sound and stuff at our church so i'm actually going more for that because yeah, me too honestly for the podcast we know what we're doing we don't need different mics these are what we need we already know that but for singers and instruments and there's so much with that stuff yeah and so i'm hoping to learn a lot more always be learning that's how i look at it you know the more knowledge you can obtain the better off you are i think i'm starting to run out of space in my brain that that might that definitely happens and you have to get rid of some of it. That's why I can't remember everything. Maybe we'll talk about a bit about that on the After Hours show also. I think that'd be a great thing, whatever our experience is once we do this. So look for that maybe in the week or two. Wait a minute. Aren't you all subscribed yet? 
I'm pretty sure all of you are subscribed, right? There's no way that there is one person out there that hasn't subscribed. I would feel so bad to be that person. Yeah, I Don't would not want to be a person without a TBP subscription. Don't be that person. It's only $1.99 a month and is super worth it, according to the current subscribers. Go yeah. ask them for their testimonies of being a TBP yeah. subscriber. I get awesome feedback from them. They love it. They laugh at us. They learn about us. They learn about other things. It really is a good show. Some things you didn't want to know about us. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets crazy. And I will say it's probably about PG-13-ish for most content. I'd say for most listeners, though, I think. For most, as long as you're not a toddler, that will repeat everything that you hear. Right, yeah, because we might make a little bit more fun of my name or something like that, right? If you know, you know. That's right. Now, let me know, too, because I, I have had a few people having issues with getting subscribed. So let me know directly on Discord or whatever. I'll help you out and try to help you in any way I can. Because trust me, it's worth it. And at $1.99, you can't go wrong. And plus, you didn't even mention, they get all of our past episodes. Wait, what? Yeah, like all of the early ones where we had bad audio equipment and we were... It was a little awkward, and you had a different voice than you have now, Wait, and yeah. You're telling me this is all for $2? Yes, you get all that. You can't even buy a soda for that. Maybe we should start at the price at $5 and cut it in half and charge two fifty, because then it would have only been half price. But no, it's even better than that. It's better than half of it's a $5 less than soda. $2 a month. Less than $2 a month. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. I think we made the point I think, there. I think they're, half of the listeners have stopped. But for you that haven't clicked off, hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. The Jericho-ness is getting to me. Yes. We say welcome back to everybody that comes back. It's great. Now it's time for da -da 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 -do. listener questions. My first question comes from Dragon Shoes 17. Oh, wait, is this going to be a super long half a page one? No, no, this one's only a paragraph. Don't worry. The consumption of ice cream takes many forms. There are cones, bowls, milkshakes, floats, ice cream sandwiches, ice cream cakes, a llamode, brownie sundaes, banana splits, even fried ice cream. Regardless of flavor, which presentation of cream is supreme? Vanilla in a bowl. Yep, I'm that guy. Yes, first, I'm that boring and yeah. plain. First off, the way you worded that was amazing. If we ever need someone to work for TBP marketing, we know who to talk to. I don't know why I'm consulting chat GPT when we have access straight to Dragon Shoes. We have a Dragon Shoes GPT. That's right. A chat Dragon Shoes. All there right. You go. Let's talk about it. Some ice cream. Mm. Let's see. What's your thoughts? I here? would prefer shakes the best. It's nice. Ooh, yeah, shakes are good. It's nice to be able to just drink it. And that way, even on a hot summer day, if you're working or doing something, you can set it down. If it melts, you can go back to it and drink it. And it's just better when it melts. So I think that's the best for summer, at least. Now, if I'm indoors and it's not hot out or I just want have enough time to sit and eat it or don't want it to last for a while i'll get it in a bowl yeah i 
I do like cones or something like, let's say, McDonald's. If you can find a McDonald's ice cream machine that's actually functioning. That's funny. I know. But their cones, there's just something about having a cone from them. And that's why they have to break them. They're just too good. They are pretty good. So I do like that. But I am a vanilla guy. That's my main thing. There is one. I think it is it Ben and Jerry's. And it's called Americone Dream. Now, that flavor is really good. Man, we could talk forever about ice cream. Go sub to the After Hours show. Yeah, there you go. Maybe we'll just talk about ice cream on there, too. All right, our next question came from LB Post 7777 What do you think about 1.20 Netherite? I think it is a pretty good change, as it makes it harder to get. Although, I feel on SMPs, it will be interesting to see how players have to fight to get to the places first to try and get better armor along with armor trims that is going to be probably going to cause some dramas on a lot of smps and cause some problems with that i could see that in most smps i'm assuming our players are going to do the right thing and they're going to make a copy right away and maybe they'll sell it or something and i think that's fine but make sure you're making your copy before you use it up now, as far as my answer here, I sincerely like it. I am excited for the difficulty that it's going to bring to it. I also like the fact that we can change up the color a bit. I always kind of dislike the look of netherite armor, especially when they had the enchantment glint turned way up. I've actually turned mine down now that we can do that. And But I've always been a little disappointed to have to upgrade to netherite from diamond because i like the look of diamond better now netherite and for you trimmed with redstone for that nice red yeah. and black yeah i think that'll look really good i'll probably trim mine with amethyst or diamonds for a purple or blue light blue yeah absolutely i am looking forward to it so and remember listeners get your questions in they can be Obviously, about ice cream, they can be about Minecraft, they can be about anything. Just keep them family-friendly, of course. We want to hear from you. So send us your questions and comments about our next topic, too, which is going to be Minecraft and education. To contact us, it's contact at theblockpartymc.com, or you can leave us a message at 1-260-222-7240. Join our Discord server for even more fun and updates. And if you want to support the show, become a subscriber to get access to our After Hours show and all the past episodes. Thanks for your support. Yes, thank you for you subscribers that are out there. Again, you won't be disappointed with your subscription. I promise. You'll just be disappointed in us as people. That might be true. Now it's for everyone's favorite part of the show, Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. What washes up on tiny beaches? Micro waves. <laughs> Holy Bookworms segment of the show got so popular she had to get her own show. Yeah, I know. That little bit. And now she's got a spinoff and it's great. She's actually doing Holy Bookworms Pun of the Week. So it's oh, a joke, no. but it's a pun. We're turning into Disney Plus, making a spinoff of everything we can. Oh, it's so good. And, you know, the only reason we can do this is because of you, the listeners. 
keep us going and motivate it. And it's so great to have you all. Just don't get so motivated that we get a life of BS. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Like a Hallmark movie or what? I was thinking of a sitcom, but yeah. <laughs> an old 90s sitcom. There you go. All right. If you meet a villager with a tale to tell, get them to check out all the ways to listen. Jericho SMP info, our YouTube channel, Bedrock Add-on Packs, and so much more at theblockpartymc.com. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Be sure to send us your questions on our Discord website, text us at 1-260-222-7240, or email us at contact at theblockpartymc.com. I am Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta eat my coffee. And I'm Little C, and I'm gonna go find some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs>